0: Hello everyone, you're listening to the TV Zone podcast coverage of the Amazon TV series Them. This home is ours.
1: This is how it begins. With one family. They
2: came from someplace worse. We'll have to make this place
1: worse. What's worse than worse? Heard them folks in Compton straight up evil, man.
2: Fuck this. And we're back. Continuing coverage of Amazon Prime's Them. Episode 5, Covenant. A usually formal, solemn, and binding agreement. This episode... I guess I should put out a disclaimer is covering some graphic and or triggering things. If any of those, uh, subject matter that we're about to talk about is sensitive to you and you have not seen the episode, I would stop now, watch it, make a judgment for yourself before you continue to listen. I don't know how else to say, uh, uh, listen with caution, but you have been warned. That being said, uh, I am definitely ready to hear initial impressions from you guys because, wow, like not the normal wow, but like intense wow. Tamika, <laughs> what were, you, what did, how did you feel when you finished watching this?
1: Um, very shaky and uh, sad, angry, confused. Um, I I didn't expect uh, this kind of subject matter on the show. I thought, I don't know, I guess I've been so focused on the supernatural stuff and the real life stuff with the neighbors and the Emery's that I, because I, I remember we spoke about our theories on, you know, um, Chester and if we were going to get some sort of explanation about that um, so I thought okay we're going to get an, an, an explanation okay but then we got what we got and it was very hard to watch um, that assault uh, obviously for obvious reasons um, but it, it, it hit home for me um just from my own personal experiences so I had to stop a few times um so by the end of the episode I was very um I felt very uh I, I think it says the word achy and uh angry but also confused but I'm going to save the reason why I felt confused for later because I know we're probably going to talk about um this being. uh like in like in detail
2: later jay how about you
0: <clears throat> um yeah i mean i have to agree with me it, it did kind of leave me feeling kind of kind of icky also in a way um I mean, we we talked a little bit before we got started about just how weird today has been, and watching this episode or whatnot, it 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 was very I want to say impactful, um, and not like how the previous four episodes. This was very this episode was very heavy, um, for for reasons like i say we're, we're, we're gonna talk about it or whatnot but yeah it, it I, I feel like because this is the shortest episode I, I feel like there's there was even something missing from this as well because of the fact that this one is under 40 minutes it's like 32 33 minutes long um but what we were given here um yeah, it 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 leaves an impression on you. I think by the time we finish this series, that this episode will be one of the ones that kind of s- sticks in your mind or whatnot.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: I definitely agree with you. Uh, it's it's definitely lamented somewhere in my brain because I was not ready. I think we all speculated previously that we had to get some type of prequel or backstory um, as to the events of the North Carolina cold scene that we got in episode one. However, at no point did I think it was going to take a turn like this at all.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I I thought that, like, uh, yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm, so (laughs) tongue-tied.
2: Yeah.
1: I think my brain shut down in real time just then. Uh, hmm. Okay, I guess, would would it be okay if I asked, I, I think this is Sammy jumping ahead. Is it okay if I ask a question, um, about, uh, the scene between Lucky, um, at Lady, is her name ever mentioned? And we, uh, I think it's two men that show up. Um,
2: oh, the woman. I mean, the, yeah, yeah, that was a name, sorry. I mean, that wasn't a name. <laughs> you mean um, <laughs> the people that come in the house in North Carolina, that's what you're talking about? Yeah. My count was three men.
1: she or, 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 Oh, three.
2: Because the one guy went upstairs right away.
1: Right. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right. Okay, and then the two stayed downstairs with the, the woman that sang the creepy song, right? The the blonde woman.
2: Okay. Yes.
1: Okay. Right. Okay. Mm. So there was red, a lot of red, um, like filtering. So I took it to mean that what was happening wasn't real. But so now that I think about it, maybe this this um, this event sparks the the if this makes any sense. I don't know even that what this makes sense. But this traumatic event happened, but it sparks. It, it's like the origin of Lucky seeing trauma in red tone.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Because, okay. because there's a moment where it's like that's the first time it happens where it does it does do, like the screen actually shifts to that red tone during mm-hmm. that moment. So... Yeah, uh, it could be the the beginning of that for her.
1: Okay. Okay. Hmm. So, so did you both take it as that it as that actually happened? I did not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay, now I'm back to confused. Okay.
2: Yeah, I don't know how much you guys want to get into it just yet, but I think that there's some scenes after that scene ends that leads us to believe, or at least speculate differently.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... Well, I'm going to say this. Um, What we saw and what might have actually happened, I believe, were two different things. I mean, of course, the end result is the same. (laughs) But... uh, It's it's just something about that... That... I don't know. Hmm. it, It... I feel like... I feel like Lil' Marvin was toying with us in a way. And the reason why I say that is because, well, not just us, but through, I should say, toying with us through Lucky. In the sense of the easiest way to, to basically get, I want to say, sympathy is to say these people showed up at the house and this happened. But
2: mm-hmm.
0: but what if Lucky just lost it and she did it.
1: Okay.
0: And w- like w- a
1: like a postpartum thing? Like postpartum? <laughs>
0: Possibly, Um, it's funny that I'm making a connection to this, but it's kind of sort of similar. So, I saw the uh, the movie, The Joy Luck Club, a long time ago when I was a kid. I, I barely remember it, but I always remember the one scene where the woman drowns the baby in the tub. She's bathing the baby, she stops for a second, she looks at him, and then she just holds his head underwater and drowns him. And For some reason, that, like I said, I don't remember the movie at all. I, I know I've watched it, like I say, once, but that scene has always stuck with me.
2: I had completely misunderstood the title of that movie and I've never <laughs> seen it. <laughs> I mean,
0: I remember it being a good movie. But that, uh, I need to watch it again just to actually remember the, hell, the, the damn thing. But um, You but, just blew my mind. But that scene has lived rent-free in my head for years. <laughs> so, so, yeah, um, I I feel like, I feel like, because, okay, because there is a, another episode in this season called it's Covenant 2, I believe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I don't know, maybe we'll get more um, dealing with this in that episode if they do or it could be something completely different i'm not sure but but yeah i i kind of feel like because that that kind of didn't make sense for well i mean a lot of stuff in that moment didn't make sense but i don't think they would have just did what they did to chester and then just left her You know, I I don't know. So, I mean, we could be wrong, but I don't know. Something just doesn't seem right.
2: I think it's definitely a directorial choice to create doubt, as uh, many people often do when other people come forward with their stories. Unfortunately, people often doubt them as to their experience isn't true. And I kind of took that handling of that situation that way once uh like tamika said the shifting in colors and what have you Mm -hmm. i mean also too, think about
0: two instances of where women two women in relatively recent times have kind of did the same thing i mean go back to susan smith Oh, a black guy—he stole the car and he drove it into the water with the kids. But it turns out eh, she actually did it, you know. Or even more recent, Casey Anthony, you know, or whatnot. We still never know exactly what happened with her child, but everyone pretty much assumes that she had something to do with it.
2: You know what? You said Casey Anthony, and I thought John Bonet. I don't know who her parents' names are.
0: Oh well, but, I mean that—that's another. I mean, well, technically, if if you go by the urban legend, Katy Perry is actually Bonnet Ramsey, but
2: um, hold up, we can't just drop that
0: off the parking
1: lot.
0: <laughs> no, I've yeah. never heard this. <laughs> yes, it's, yeah. yeah, it's
1: you—you
0: it's, you heard this right, Tamika?
1: You—you've you, heard yeah. this. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, for some reason, people think that Kate, because like I guess Katie looks a lot like Bonnet if she was older.
0: Yeah, so yeah, that's that's the thing, and the fact that her parents are, are preachers or what that that makes it even a little bit more sinister if you, when you think about it. But yeah, eh, yeah, that whole thing. But I even as a kid, I kind of felt like I think her parents had something to do with, with yeah. whatever happened to Johnny. Yeah, Day. yeah I, I, I felt that. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. in and, and both of them are dead now, so we we'll never know the truth. And I think. Well,
1: because the brother the brother is still alive.
0: Yeah, oh, but.
2: do like DNA test. It could. I,
1: I mean, there are theories that the brother did it and the parents covered for him.
2: Hmm. Why would you need to cover for a child, though?
1: I I have no. I guess because they thought maybe he'd go to jail, like he'd go to prison.
2: Hmm. I hope we get a deathbed confession from somebody.
0: At this point, he would yeah. be the only one. <laughs> At this point. I'm, yeah. You know, uh, hmm
1: now my mind is blown because I just didn't think that she killed Chester. That never entered into my mind. Like, I, I, I'm i like kind of blown. <laughs> I'm kind of blown by this.
2: Oh, well then, let me look at us there so that we can just flesh it out and not skate around everything. Um, This show opens with, or this episode opens with a war propaganda video that is, I'm just calling it that. I don't know. another word words, associated with it, uh, but it's to celebrate troops who have come back from the war and that the things that are now available in the United States are a great country back in the fifties. And uh, it's suggesting that, Hey, you need to move out West and go to sunny California where Mortgage loans are great and jobs are good, and it's where everyone wants to go and settle down. And then we get the title card, them. I did look. It looks to be the same to me, Jay, from last time. Did you notice a difference? And I'm missing this.
0: Uh, you know what? I didn't even pay attention to it this
2: week. Uh, <laughs> so, even better. <laughs> yeah. Cue a boys' club type meeting. I can't really tell who works for the housing authority and who works for the bank, but they're trying to make a deal based on what property is best, still desirable. I know Hazardous was one, and then I think On the Decline was the fourth one. But there's four scales, basically saying whitest, white, not-so-white, too many minorities. And it's like, the, for me, the opposite side of redlining is to where they know they have this dense population of minorities, and they're trying to figure out how to, A, get rid of minorities, and B, if we do keep minorities, how do we screw them? There are... Five players at the table, all are new to us except for Helen, and then this is where last episode, if you remember, that her name means bright decoy, and I guess this is where we get it fleshed out that these people are in the business of swindling people, and after they belittle her and make even a sanitary napkin comment mm. at the table. Mm. She kind of, like, checks out and starts fantasizing, and then we get to, I forget the family's name, but the Johnsons, I want to say. Yeah, it is the Johnsons. <laughs> uh, but before we talk about the Johnsons, I was shocked that this is probably very real to a similar situation that happened in California, and why Compton might be the way it is today.
0: <laughs> yeah um it this scene was a mess um and when I say a mess just for the fact of you know I mean when to kind of compare it to like when Mad Men first came on and you know, everything and like you know smoking in the office and me mm-hmm. just saying whatever but it kind of put me in that same mind for, especially this with with the one guy, because we never really get names here. So the one guy that was across the table, he was the one that was really making a lot of the offhand remarks to Helen and everything. It's like, you know, nowadays, you know, you say maybe not even half of that. And that's the thing you know, you're in HR or, you know, you're having a meeting about something or whatnot. But Yeah. That, but back then, you know, he just and he says it directly to her face too. That's was it's like, jeez, man. It's like really like, oh well, you know, you could be at home taking care of some kids or taking care <laughs> of a
2: husband. You know, it's like what? Like mm-hmm. what do you what I are you shouldn't doing? laugh. But yeah, he made it seem like you're missing out. Like, why do you think you want to be at this table with the big boys when you could be at home? Exactly. It's like what?
0: Like what do you like and it's like she had ideas and they're like, eh, oh, look, look at, look at, um, she's trying to think type of thing. It's like, come on, dude. It's like, but I guess they use her, I guess because she's a woman. So it would be Disarming. a little bit, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, easier for her to kind of sucker them in, I guess, opposed to mm-hmm. having a man do it. And everything or what, but yeah, but I, I feel like there was even more going on at that table than what we even saw, really. Because I'm still trying to figure out why exactly this episode is called Covenant, right? So,
1: like, when you, I mean, I'm not a very religious person, I used to be. And I, so when I think of the word covenant, I think of, like, in a religious way, so like a, like a, I like guess like, like a deal, it, and totally correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a while, but like, like a, like an agreement, not, not a deal, I guess, but like an agreement that you make in order like, in an exchange or something else?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, she, I feel like Helen, because, I mean, obviously, she had to work get her spot. You know what I mean? Like, she had to really work, especially back then. To did a seat at that table. So, I wonder
2: what it's interesting that you say that, because I think she didn't. And as Dudley Do Right says later, she's just the scapegoat. Mm-hmm. She just happens to be smart and intelligent.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then that's okay. part of why she checked out at the table is because uh, she's realizing that she's not there because they recognize her talent she's strictly there to dupe people into signing this lease. Mm. Or it's the way I took it.
1: I mean, yeah. that totally happens, you know? I mean, obviously, is like a, a really... Uh, an out-of-the-way example. I'm not <laughs> trying to connect this to Helen, but, you know, it's like when... um. You know, like somebody, like a, like I guess, like a like using women to whore in other women, you know, into some sort of like, I don't know, like trafficking scheme or whatever. You know, like it just seems, you know, when you get approached by a woman, it feels less intimidating or like you don't think anything's up, you know, or out of the way, cause like you don't expect. And that's a bias, obviously, but like you don't expect, you know, like Helen to be like dwindling you into like some crazy supernatural house, you know what I mean? (laughs) Whereas like if you were approached (laughs) by a a Dudley Do, right, or whoever, right, you know, like you might think twice about that. You're like, yeah, nah, I don't want, I don't want this house, I'm good. Yeah, we, we're gonna stay in North Carolina. We good.
2: <laughs> I do agree. I actually wasn't expecting this uh, exposition dump with Helen's character at all. Like, I wanted to believe she was the uh, supernatural gatekeeper of all that is bad in that neighborhood. Uh, but this episode so far just leads us to believe that she's definitely a pawn. Although there could be other things in her backstory that have not been devolved yet. As uh, Jay pointed out, there is a covenant 2 episode. So maybe we'll jump back to this timeline and see what else is going on with Helen and the gang. Sadly, we won't have petty Betty just yet. (laughs) Uh, Moving on to the Johnsons at the bank, Mrs. Johnson does the same thing as Lucky does, and they do give us a callback in this episode to it as well, is that she reads the line about Negro blood. At first, episode one kind of makes you think like she was on the up and up and they just were lazy about printing new documents. However, after the first five minutes, we learn that this is the scam is that we're tricking these people into paying off this debt. And she even says, you can pay this off before 30 years and it'll be fine. Which I understand some people do get loans where if you pay it early, there is no penalty. But clearly we know now they're just trying to pay off debt. So the sooner they pay, the sooner they'll reclaim the house and kick them out because they will never be homeowners. And that's the rub. Hmm. However, we do get a glimpse into I mean, that was on the surface, <laughs> but we do get to see Miss Johnson with her twin boys and talking husband. Which is like, OK, wow, because this is only maybe um, by the time she goes to breakfast, she knows she sold the house to the race And they're just signing. So maybe a week to drive out there. And this man loses his legs and loses their children in that week. Mm-hmm. Or a week and six days. Because it, she didn't go visit them until day six. So now man I will know the, what's going on with the Johnsons.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That or the man in the black hat. He work real quick. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: It really makes me wonder why the wife is covering. Like, if he does the man in the black hat work that quick, how is, why is LMA not saying, "Run, get out of here, Lucky. It's too late for me. Save yourself."
0: She's fully under his control, maybe.
2: Yeah. It left me wanting more because once I connected the timetable, like they're not that far off in uh, exposure.
0: So, okay, so staying with the Johnsons, I, I have a question. Um, what job do you think Mr. Johnson had out there?
1: Mm.
2: Um That is a good question because she does play it off as he's a disabled vet. I mean he's still a vet. Those pictures are on the wall and I assume there was no deep fakes back in the (laughs) fifties. But so I don't know. because you have to assume he had a job lined up and at some point those people are gonna be like he never reported to work
0: yeah because at first i was gonna be like well what if could he have had henry's job i be like but no because what eh, did again you never know
2: like the plan was to take two african-americans on or well, no, because Henry had the job before he sold the house. Or wait, I don't know if he sold the house. There's well, actually something I want to ask you guys about that later. But before they left the house. But, but remember this. The
0: Johnsons are a week ahead of them. So, because we, I mean, right now we're kind of theorizing, right? Yeah. Um, What if, what if Mr. Johnson had Henry's job. Whatever happens with him and his legs happen. And then it's like, oh, we, we need another one. So then Henry gets the phone call to come out.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: You... You know what? Because when Henry gets the call, he does say, yes, I'm still interested. So it does mm-hmm. imply... That he thought he didn't get the job or he wasn't the top candidate or what ha- what have you. So.
1: Wait, hmm. are they. Do you think they're targeting veterans? Is it same as this is another veteran? Hmm.
2: Possibly so. It could be. It could be. I mean, you could go deeper into it and be like, it "Is a commentary on uh, how society targets young black men. Because mm-hmm. so far, the only murders are their boy children. I worded that horribly wrong. <laughs> but three young black boys are the only people that have died. Yeah. One for sure was targeted. We don't know the situation with the other two.
0: At least not yet.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, what if that's Covenant too? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's not...
2: I hope it's just implied because. Uh... Well, <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know if I can. Uh, I don't know if I want to sit through something like like this again.
2: Yeah. Uh, moving on, we do get to. Tamika's favorite character, Dudley Do-Right. <laughs> and Helen <laughs> sharing a meal. And at first I was like, okay, they are lovers and or familiars uh, in a personal way. But then he makes some weird comment about Ali-Oop hands are the bag. And maybe that was just police talk back in the day for pay me or the bag, the newspaper. And she sticks the money in the newspaper and passes it back to him. And then Dudley uh, displays his greed, I guess, like any cop on the take. The most important thing I think the audience takes away from this is that he is a racist and or bigot in some way, shape, or form. But he's not above playing nice for money. And that's why he's keeping the peace. Because he is more so motivated about, as she said, free money. Keeping the scam going. Which kind of ruined things for me a little bit. I didn't want him to be a good guy because you saw what happened when he got lucky alone. However, I wanted to believe again that he was on the Supernatural take as well (laughs) as a gatekeeper.
0: Well, he kind of is still a gatekeeper, but... Maybe not necessarily on a supernatural level. At least not yet. We don't know.
2: That is true. I didn't take anything away from the conversation other than greed. However, when it's queued up with the following scene of Helen leaving the diner after he has uh, maybe made her feel small, not intentionally... But he definitely berated her to the point of intimidation. However, as a side note, she realizes that she's being used. And then that's what she's clearly used to taking abuse. But that's what finally makes her leave. And it's just like, he said enough. And once we get to this next scene, I realize the common theme in this woman's life is that she's just abused all day long by men. Verbally. The last altercation is physically, and it's just
0: well, like. Go ahead. No, I, I was just gonna say, um, in regards to that conversation between Dudley and um and Helen, which for some reason, dude, just side note, whenever I think about Helen, I, I just want to say it the same way Candyman says it, but that, that's that's another story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but he does tell her, he does kind of let her know, like, you do realize, if this all blows up in everybody's face, you're the one that's going to go down for this, really. Say, your bosses are not putting their names on any of those uh, forms, and I'm not attached to this because you paid me in cash, so I'm basically a ghost. And, but your name is on every single form. It's like he was letting her know, like, do realize <laughs> you are the one that's going to be held responsible if things blow up. And something that I noticed re- with Helen, it goes back to that um, that first scene with with her and the man in the office or whatnot. She kind of sort of does the petty Betty check out. She does it her own way. Yeah. But she checks out as well.
2: You know, while you were talking, I just put time together and it's all the same day. She what goes from her meeting to the cop, to the garage, to Emery's. She's wearing the stack outfit the whole time.
0: Jeez. That's a rough day. Wow.
2: Yes, but it actually closes the loop on the Johnsons. So the huh. Emery's have moved in before the Johnsons. Huh. Or there's a plot hole there because she gets to the Johnson's house and her little or I mean they sign and they're obviously already there. The Johnsons maybe had time to go back to their old house, yada yada yada. Uh, we don't know exactly where they're coming from. Or if it was said last episode, I don't remember.
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't... Huh. I just always assumed that the Johnsons were, like, an example of what the Emerys <laughs> were going to be if they didn't get out of East Compton. I, mm-hmm. I, I always thought they were there first. And had, like, gone through if there's, I guess,
2: cycles. Huh. Unless she yeah. wears the same thing to work every day. I guess I'll have to go back and watch the other episodes she's in to see if she's just always in the same thing.
1: Like a cartoon character. <laughs> it's like a closet yeah. full of the same outfit.
2: <laughs> Homer J all the way. Hmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: You get one answer and then you get like five questions.
2: Yeah, it's like uh, pulling a thread. It just keeps yeah. going. Mm. But,
1: but I, I get it. I, I, but I get that. You know, like, I guess we're supposed to feel how like, they feel. It's just like one thing after another. Like, what is going on?
2: For sure. I want to I mean, know. Clarity. It's like. <laughs> Are we welcome here or are we not welcome here? Is this okay or is this not okay? Is this my kids going to be safe at school or are they not going to be? Constantly questioning everything. So far, the ice cream shop or the diner seems to be the only safe place in town. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Um. yeah Helen like I alluded to gets uh physically aggressed in her own car in the parking garage by a, I don't know uh, just a maybe random passerby her. he might come into play later they didn't seem to show his face and then they only show him walking away as a white male for sure and that was it maybe he had a ring on I'm not even sure if it was a wedding ring. I was just trying to figure out if he was significant in any way. Uh, this scene is interchanged with scenes of the Emory signing their same. No Negro should have, own, lease, contract, anything, or descendants, help, servants. I forget all the words, but we've seen it several times now. And how, like I called out earlier, Lucky catches it. Henry tries to reassure her. And that'll wrap on Helen's day. And then I can't stress this enough. This is when we get to the triggering things. So if anyone listening is sensitive, this is your second warning. But we are officially here. Uh, we get our opening to. Well, first we fade in from, I guess. I wanted to call her Betty. Oops, sorry, Helen kind of like checks out and the screen fades to black and then as the screen uh, reopens, it's a red circle that grows into a tiny or not tiny, grows into a hue of more of the later orange, definitely yellow for the most part, but brighter and we get to see Lucky at the moment of when Episode one opens. She's cutting peaches, tending to Chester. Sarge is getting antsy and kind of wants to go out. The one thing I noticed in the scene is that the front door here is red, and the front door of their house is red. I'm sorry, it's red awning in the North Carolina home, but it's completely red in California home. Hmm. And then I'm not sure if this is filler or not, but we do see the woman again, and this time I took note of her dress is actually—I don't know what that pattern is called—but uh, flannel, argyle, hatch, whatever. Red is laced throughout her dress. Is the point. I'm not a fashion person. I wear yeah. hokey shirts and shorts. <laughs> but anyway, we, we've seen it's not new material. In any way. Other than. Instead of the camera cutting out. When the three men started to walk down the road. We actually see the three men. Approach the house. Lucky realizes she's in danger. Tries to protect Chester. At all means. Now. I will throw this out here. Because once we get into the other stuff. It will probably lose all meaning. I believe. That this Covenant is what was supposed to be the first episode and after coupled with covenant two i haven't seen covenant two but i assume the runtime of this being so short and then the runtime of that one i looked up thanks jay teaching me how to find that on imdb it's <laughs> about 40 minutes Huh. or maybe 45 minutes i forget but if you combine this 30 minute episode with a 45 minute episode that's almost around the time of a feature length or a great premiere for a first episode. But I'm guessing when the studios saw the first 30 minutes of it, they're like, Hey, we probably shouldn't do this. Like, we, we probably need people to watch before we just drop this on them. Cause a lot of people will probably stop watching episode five, uh, inferior that they might see something greater. Cause in my opinion, they really doubled down. Like once, Lucky's in peril, so the three men come down the road, join the woman. Lucky grabs Chester, looks out the window, realizes that they're working together. Their intentions are to do bad. She hides Chester in a pantry or a closet and tries to sedue him with a rattle. Which, for a second, took me out because it's... Um, you're hiding the child with a thing that makes noise. Hoping that the child doesn't cry. But if he plays with the toy, what do you think is going to happen? Again, I realize she's frantic, trying to protect your child. It's just, it was a thought. Uh, Anyway, the four people make it into the home and one through a window, which I didn't understand. Three came through the door and one went through the window. And I wasn't sure what that was for because it's not a secret that they were there. And then I couldn't tell, I need you guys' help, if the one of the guys who came through the door was the guy that went upstairs, or the guy that came through the window is the person that went upstairs. That's um, no I,
0: well, I think it was one. Uh, I think it was the guy who came. He came in through the door because he's the one that had on like a suit
2: or whatnot. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah he he looked kind of sinister or whatnot, but. Yeah, that was. You know, as you was talking, I was thinking back to that. Yeah, like, why Why did he come through the window? Yeah, that, that made no
2: sense. So, hmm.
0: Yeah. It's
2: like you already broke in. There's no element of surprise.
0: Yeah, everybody's coming in through the door, so why are you coming through the window? Unless he just wanted to come through the window, I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, it could have been their plan all along and, you know, poor communication on their side. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I'm still going here. through the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just run the play. It's fine. Uh, I think I'm dragging this out because it's easier to make light of it before we get to it. But essentially, it's a quick game of cat and mouse, being that Lucky doesn't really try to hide. And, uh, Eventually, the men find her and begin to rape her as the woman watches. And then this is where I'm confused. Uh, I know I touched on this before we got on, but I wasn't I wasn't sure at this point if this is a racist thing because the woman like watches so it made me think that it's a thing that they do to people in general or the second thing is that this possibly isn't happening and these are clues as to why it doesn't make sense because no one goes into the house with a there's no conversation there's no where's the baby where's the baby or you know racial slurs being hurled or anything other than her using the word black in the song, or lingering on the word black in a song. But I wasn't... How do you guys... What were you guys thinking?
0: Hmm. Uh, Tamiki you want to go first?
1: I know. I'm just so confused. (laughs) Um by a lot of of what happens. And I, for a long time, I wasn't sure if it it was real. I thought it wasn't. Uh, So I'm all over the place. (laughs) Um, The lady, I mean, she just felt something very off about her from the beginning. When we first meet her, she just outrightly asked, or the baby like oh he's really cute can i have him like who stuffed mm-hmm. that you know so i just it's always been very strange and kind of like scary to me because she feels unpredictable and that's always kind of like scary to me
2: you don't know
1: like what to make of her so when she watched I was really disturbed by that, but at the same time, I kind of wasn't because it just felt like, uh, yeah, you know, like that's, that's totally, like that just feels very her, you know, like just again, more just really sinister and like, like dark behavior. You know, I could just, I I don't know, I I just, it's hard to really, because a lot of the characters on the show, even when they do really dark, you know, or like, brutal things, I could kind of see a through line, like in their mind, like A to B, you know, like, okay, so they started here, and now they're here, but her, I don't get that. I don't, I can't read her. Well, I'm, I don't get why she did that, honestly. I mean, it felt like something she would do, but it just doesn't, doesn't make any sense to me. Like, none of this makes any sense, but like, her especially. And maybe, maybe that's because she's not real. And when you're, you're shown someone from someone else's perspective, you're only getting that perspective. So, if Lucky doesn't really understand her, then he wouldn't be there. Hmm.
2: Yeah. True.
1: Oh. I feel like I just feel like I went through. I went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I, I went down the rabbit hole. I feel like just. Um, I apologize.
2: <laughs> what if I deepened the rabbit hole for you? Because uh, as you guys know throughout the series, I uh, when I don't think something makes sense. I like to Google and see what the words mean. There was only one thing this whole episode that didn't make sense to me. And it's when the woman has captured Chester, I'll just phrase it like that, and starts playing cat in the bag. Mm. I was just like, that is such an odd phrase. Like, I don't remember doing this as a child. I was, I was thinking like it was a childish thing that they were pretending, you know, using Chester as a substitution for whatever it was. But once I Googled what cat in the bag means, uh, it's a ruse, swindle, or suspicious transaction. So does imply that what we're seeing is not what happened. Because they just kept yelling cat in the bag, cat in the bag, cat in the bag, and I was like, what So, that was the one thing I googled.
1: Hmm,
0: okay. So, what if... Okay. So, let's... Okay, let's go back to... to where... the woman first shows up. Mm Mm-hmm. And she sings this she she starts with the song what if that song is to i want to say hypnotize lucky in some in some form because after that that's where everything kind of goes sideways really and so let's say that the woman is real because she's a witch, but right. everything else that we see isn't real because she's she's forcing lucky to do something to Chester that is manifested in this whole cat in the bag thing and mm-hmm. I, I I preference that by saying. I say that because the the dialogue between that we get later between Ruby and Gracie, which I'm I'm, I'm jumping ahead to it, but it makes it kind of make this make a little bit more sense where they're you know they're watching Ruby um they're watching Lucky you know outside holding the bag you know with the blood stain still on it and. They're they both say we don't I don't want to end up like mommy." <laughs> you know, it's like, OK, what exactly do they mean by that? I mean, we could think we know what that means. But what if it has a different meaning than what we think? Because they know something that we don't. Because even Gracie says, well, we're. We're mourning also, but Lucky seems to be in some type of a trance at this point. So it it could, like I said, it could be more something that we haven't seen just yet, especially with the fact that how does Gracie know the same song that that the woman saying she says that Miss Vera taught her, well hmm because what if Miss Vera is actually a witch but that's that's going even deeper down the hole so um. but yeah, yeah that... let's just dive
1: Vera. In. let's just dive, let's
2: do it <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Miss Vera is lucky Oh, uh, could be. And I think the woman is lucky, and that's why Gracie knows that song because Lucky would sing it to her.
0: Hmm. But Lucky, but Lucky herself doesn't know it, because she tells she the woman. Out. Yeah, she yeah, and she has split personalities. Yeah. So this is so basically like a uh, like high tension or something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Wait, were you saying that Lucky, I mean, Gracie witnessed, wait, are you saying that girls, well, at least Gracie witnessed this? Like, witnessed what happened and heard her Lucky say, saying those
2: words? No, I think, well, no, I think that Lucky tra- transitions into that person from time to time, and that person knows that song, and that person sings it to Gracie. However, Gracie only sees one. Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. So. so then, when they say they don't want to be like her, maybe they mean they don't want to be like mentally not well.
2: Yes. Yes. Hmm.
1: Okay.
0: So, yeah, because I, I don't know. It's just I, And I think that's one reason why we get more of their interaction because it does seem like for a second when the woman starts singing that song is as if Lucky kind of, she kind of, you know, she kind of checks out herself for and it's shown for like a quick second, but it yeah. is, it's very subtle. And But they kind of move away from it. But what if that's what that song is? Because why would she have to keep singing it?
2: Yeah, I agree. Because
0: she, she, she keeps singing. it's like, okay, I have to keep you in this trance <laughs> for you to finish doing what you're doing.
1: Hmm. Man. I think we I think we dug like three rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> like we got the we got to the bottom of the first one. So we just kept like we dug Our it. We just keep going. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well,
2: oh, sorry. I was thinking back. I I don't think I realized it, but then I realized it because you triggered it. But when the people leave, I think it's a different color, too. Hmm. Like after uh, Little Chester dies and Lucky maybe passes out, they leave the house. And I Mm want to say it was a shade difference now that I think about it. Mm Because I thought they were going to jump forward in time again, and the circle was going to come back and shrink and then reopen in present day or present past day.
1: (laughs) What color? I'm trying
2: to think. um... Hmm. I'll probably rewatch it again before bed. It's a brisk episode. I did. Alright. I'm gonna say like
1: that. Oh,
2: that
1: was weird. Sorry. I I, I echoed. (laughs) really loud. That was
2: sorry. Oh. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to press on unless you guys have anything else you want to say about that scene.
0: Well, I I actually do. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you guys, but that scene just from them having Lucky pinned down on the floor and whatnot it It reminded me of the scene from a clockwork orange where the Druze break into the family to the man and woman home yeah, and you know they they rape the woman and they're singing you know singing you know singing in the rain and forces the husband to watch mm-hmm. it it made me think of that because and the reason why I compared the two is because both scenes feel very surreal or whatnot. It's almost it's almost like it's I guess that's why we keep coming back to where it's, it's not real because it just doesn't seem real.
2: Yeah. yeah it's,
0: it's like I don't know. It's like there's there's a sleight of hand and It's like, okay, let's give you something really graphic because you will believe it, but at the same time, this isn't what really happened. And it kind of furthers the whole, you know, Chester was sacrificed as an offering type
2: of thing. Uh Uh-oh. So...
1: I mean, that would make sense because the episode is called Covenant
2: and he didn't get the phone call until after Chester was dead exactly So it yeah I think the one thing that kind of tipped me off in this is that when we do see the funeral um, I don't know if that was the repass or just the wake or what we were looking at or, I guess it was all parts of a funeral procession, par- except a procession. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, When Henry, or Lucky has her outburst with the woman, which I didn't really catch the Bible verse that was so off-putting, uh, that she struck her and challenged her to bring her gut somewhere. Uh, however... If you notice, like, Henry's just straight mean-mugging his wife. When like, he's no. not participating in empathy from his family and friends. He's just like, something isn't right. Something is definitely uh, a lie, to say the least, or a ruse. Let's bring that word back for a second time. And he's just stewing about it. And, Tamika, you said the same thing about the kid saying we want the real mommy back or that's not our mommy or when is mommy coming back? I forget the exact words, but, uh, you know, just like you mentioned, Jay, they know that lucky is not 100% there or there's something else occupying lucky.
0: I'm again, but, Henry is John Cassavetes and and uh, <laughs> Lucky is, is uh, Mia Farrow. So, yes. That's what we got going on here. That's probably why he was mean mugging her.
2: You know, there could be something to that.
0: Because <laughs> so, it's, it's just convenient that and even a woman says like you know, after like he says, my you know my husband, or, you know, be right back. Oh, the man who who left here with two little girls about an hour ago. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think so. Cause where exactly did they go? And would he would they have done this if if Henry and the girls were still there? Where did
2: they sit? they were in a movie?
0: They went to a movie. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, they they went to a movie. Hmm. <laughs>
2: perfect alibi.
0: Went to a movie. So whatever deal Henry's like, well, just make sure, you know, me and my girls are not there, you know, type of thing.
2: Huh. So with that being said, do we think Lucky's pregnant Mm -hmm. right now?
0: Well, um, with how episode four ends, maybe Huh. dot 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 <laughs>
2: so. and it more than likely will not be Henry's baby.
0: It's the man in the black hats, baby
1: <coughs> I'm so <still> stuck <laughs> on like why like why the wait, do we know i I forget now. Um, the Johnsons had two children, right?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Why? Why? I, I, okay. So, I guess a question I've had for a while is why the first not maybe not the firstborn, but why the baby? Like, why the children? Like, in order to get whatever you want. Like, why is it tied back to the children?
2: That part? I don't know. I mean, I I don't even know, like, an urban myth or anything. I never thought of it. It's a great question. Uh, Witches.
0: Hmm. We we keep coming back to that, because I forgot exactly what... Which is like they go after children because they are what the uh they're the sweetest or something like that I believe oh I, I forgot exactly what reason it is, but it it has something to do about children being more i don't know maybe because they're more uh like say, innocence? Yeah, more of an innocence to him. So is is better, I guess.
2: Mm. I think Raoul Dahl explained it in The Witches, but I can't remember. But as soon as you said witches, that's where my mind went. And I don't oh, want to say the name never have so I'm not going to apologize for that deal with it. Might <laughs> infect people listening.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Cause if you remember, the woman gets so it's like her eyes literally light up when she hear Chester.
1: Is that, is that your baby? It's
0: like it's like what the hell,
1: right? And then she's like, "Can I have him?" Like it was the way yeah. she said that. Like I can't get that out of my head. Like no, like who, who does that? Like who says that?
0: Well, I'm trying to figure out because I know we're still sticking around this house, but. trying to tell me that at that particular point in time they live in the middle of nowhere they didn't have a shotgun or something (laughs) you know just for instances of someone just randomly walking up to the house right
2: that's another thing as well because the conversation at the or post funeral is that it implies that all four of them got away yeah, for me, I'm like, four uh, ragtag bunch of white people walking, no vehicles, got away and no one could find them? where exactly. so where like, they it, come from. Yeah. There's no way that woman has a license. She's too off-kiltered.
0: <laughs> and I'm sure the, the the guy who just... Still had to come through the window. He probably doesn't have a right. lot. <laughs>
1: <So, laughs>
0: we said no window. I'm still going through the window. All right.
2: Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They
0: just vanished into thin air.
1: I was also trying to figure out... Uh, I... I was also trying to figure out, um, like, how many crosses there were, like, um, because like when the girls are looking down from the window, and I was I was trying to figure out oh, that, because I saw the, birth- like, the, if like the, like the, like it was, like, um, because I'm assuming it was pretty common, right, to, like, have a little mini... You know, like, uh, like, wait, not, not graveyard, I guess, like a cemetery or a plot, like, like, a uh, plot, like, in your backyard, you know, mm-hmm. because in certain time periods, you know, like, funeral homes weren't always a thing, like, you know, you, sometimes you bury, you know, uh, people who passed, like, on your property. Did anyone notice? Because like, I, I was trying really hard to count. Um,
2: I did not.
1: Okay, okay. I, I was like, I had the idea. It just like popped into my head and I, real quick. I thought, okay, okay, come on. And then I, I thought I saw three, but I'm going to have to rewatch the episode again.
2: Yeah, like crosses never even popped in my mind except for like the end scene where Henry went in the house to get lucky and she's there with Chester's box. And I thought it was a cross on the wall, but really it's just a light. But that is the only time crosses even registered.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I thought maybe that meant something. Like, this has happened before. But I wrote in my notes... <laughs> I, I noticed. I'm sorry. That was gross. I noticed in my notes. I wrote, "Has this happened before? Was this a miscarriage? Because like I was so confused. Like, is this real? Like, what? What is real? I see like the red going on. So I was confused. So I thought maybe like that Chester wasn't even like born. Like he wasn't even like. A, like a, the age, whatever age that we see him. Like I thought mm. that was a, like a segment of her imagination too. And that like maybe was a miscarriage. Hmm. I and don't the, know.
2: the pillow sack is possibly the dress or gown she was wearing when she gave birth. And that's what she's treasuring.
1: Hmm. Yeah, because it's just means- weird, because that materialized out of nowhere, too. Like, where'd they get that from?
2: Yeah, know. I'm not 100% sure. Huh. I mean, there was that one scene and it was so quick, I'm not sure if you guys caught it, where Lucky was telling Henry she wanted to bury him in the backyard because she heard of the cemetery in Maine.
1: Okay, what? What? <laughs>
2: What? I thought that might be a little <laughs> uh, What? It was a pet cemetery reference.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But no, that never happened. <laughs> oh god, oh god, I'm seeing... <laughs> my god. <gosh.
1: laughs>
2: it's just when I saw her dig in the shallow grave. like that's what I thought.
0: <laughs> so she's she's Lewis? Basically, <laughs> and, and, and Chester's Gage. Yep, exactly. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, you know what? They actually do have that kind of dynamic when you think about it. It just Lucky will be Lou. Lew- Wait, Lucky Lewis Henry. What was the? I forgot what the wife name. Rachel. Rachel. Henry would be Rachel. Ruby would be, uh, the daughter. And Grace, Grace, well, Gracie actually would be the daughter because she has like a supernatural yeah. type of connection. Huh. And Chester would be Gage. And then Ruby's just kind of there.
2: And Sergeant would be the cat.
0: Yep. So who would be, um, uh, what's his name? Um, well, there's a summer tag right now. <laughs> oh! What's his name? His that scene
2: is so spot on.
0: <laughs> I used to watch that movie a lot when I was a
2: kid. Um, not John Let the It's No, no, no. No, um, uh, no. a... I can't I know. mean, he's the one that plays it in the recent film. That's why.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the Judd.
0: Judd. That's his name.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who would who be Judd? I don't
2: know. Who, Mrs.
0: Johnson, maybe? <laughs> she's trying to war-
2: She ward. does. She, Yeah, she <laughs> does. She,
0: she's been through it before, because Judd, you know, he went through it before,
2: so... Yeah, he is kind of like, or Mrs. Johnson is kind of like that Oracle character. I'm yeah. like, I, I know something's wrong and I'm trying to warn Are we watching Pet Cemetery?
0: <laughs> Pet Cemetery mixed with Rosemary Baby?
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: boy. Wow. <laughs> I should have seen my face when you said, oh, yeah, I made a reference to. Oh no. I was like, What? <laughs> hey, what? I'm like, wait a minute now. I'm like,
0: I would have called dad. Like, I, I went. To... <laughs> <sighs>
1: but,
0: but to be honest, that that did kind of
2: look like something from Pit Cemetery. It
1: did. Yeah, I was.
2: It did. I wanted to see where it was going, because I was ready.
0: Okay. and all right. um, what, okay, what is that in the on the side of the house? Is that like a shed or something that Lucky goes into? What is that?
2: I ha- I wondered a similar thing and I was like maybe that's like the 1950s version of a basement. They just weren't attached to the house or maybe it's a fallout shelter like from the war. It was strange and I don't know what it's called.
0: Yeah, I was, I was like, what the heck? What is this? And
2: because they have a different shed that's visible either in episode one or in this episode. Yeah. So not the shed.
0: Yeah, so what is this?
2: A oh.
0: witch's coven or something?
2: Something to where Henry knows something bad goes on. And
0: that's why he was mean mugging her.
2: Because there's a quick scene when he is sitting outside smoking a cigarette and she's in the yard Mm -hmm. and it was really, really quick. But if you look at it, he's holding a gun. Yeah. And I'm not sure if his resolve is this is to make her feel better or if this is he is sold on it, although his guts telling him I shouldn't be.
0: But doesn't he get the phone call?
2: right there at that time, too? I'd have to. I don't remember. And
0: it was, it was kind of funny, too. It, with the way it was framed, it, it almost looked like a like a shot from uh, The Color Purple. Like, he was Mr. and she was <laughs> Sealy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it kind of looked like. I was like, I was like wait a minute. Like, now I'm in The Color Purple? Like, Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of felt like. Like he, he was Mister. She's ceiling out there in the yard
2: or whatnot. So, hmm. you know, the the hairstyles weren't the same, but the uh the uh rusticness of the hairstyles are similar.
0: Well, well, when you think about it, um, timeline wise, it's what maybe third. Thirty years apart, because color purpose like what, what? Early 1900s. Yeah. So about yeah, about thirty years,
2: thirty or so years apart. Is Lucky Seely just grown up? <laughs> <laughs> Could never know. Yeah. Um, those of you in high school, check your Sparks notes for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ooh. Cliff,
0: good old
2: Cliff Notes. Oh, man. uh, This is the second time Whoopi Goldberg's come into my life today. I just want to say... (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, Oh, my
2: God. But I'm here for it. (laughs)
0: That that picture. I will have to say that that did make my day because... Like I said, after I, after I said that about today being weird, next thing you know, that pops up on the timeline. Yep. So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, you know what? And I kind of agree with what Ash was saying. I, I low-key want a t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know when the right occasion would be to wear it. <laughs> hey,
0: <laughs> wear, wear it to a convention or something.
2: Yeah, it's a conversation piece. It's like,
0: What is this? Like, yeah, you know... I was, uh, I was at a club and um, yeah, Goldberg <laughs> and and and, and <laughs> they were they were there. That's yeah. I ran into them, so I took a picture. Yep. <laughs>
2: Chicago was a crazy time in the '80s, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is actually one of the cities that I guess that they've been doing this uh whole. Can you really call it gentrification with black people? Can you really call it? Wh- what would you call this? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna sp- start sprinkling black people into these all white neighborhoods so that the uh, white residents will start selling their homes so we can get money. We get these black people in these thirty year <laughs> um plans with these houses that if they pay with they we we still get money. If they don't,
2: we're still we're still good. So. so So I guess I'm glad you brought that back up. Thank you. I didn't really dive into that part, but from what I understood, the plan between the real estate people and the bank people were to integrate African Americans or minorities, but in this case, it's two black families into neighborhood, and as white people check out, fill the neighborhood with more black people or minorities. They can't pay the mortgage. Whenever they default, increase the property value and sell it back to white people at a higher price. Mm-hmm. So it went from racism straight back to greed. Uh, yeah, all these white people can end in their leases, their mortgages. We'll have African-Americans work off the debt, and then we'll sell it back to white people at a higher price. That part isn't a stretch at all. Like, I don't think that's fictitious. I think that's exactly what happened. Uh, Well, that's what they wanted to happen. And judging from Compton now... (laughs) It didn't didn't go the way they wanted it (laughs) to. And Helen alludes to this. It's like your short-term thinking, this bubble's going to (laughs) burst. Yeah,
0: it went, oh, she doesn't know anything. She's just a woman.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Clearly she was proven right. But also, but did too that that line that Mr. Johnson says, it's like, well, you
2: know, in 30 years we can own it. What?
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: I didn't. Mr. Johnson, you look about 45,
0: so <laughs> like, yeah, it's about 30 years your kids could own
2: it. Yeah. But <laughs> Not you. <laughs> I didn't. But you know. <laughs>
0: like, what? Oh, yeah, I know. I could I, can, I can own this in 30 years. I can get it now, but it'll be it will fully be mine in 30 years,
2: yes. What? Which I wonder if they look that up historically for accuracy because if current home loans are 30 years, you're telling me a mortgage used to be $15,000 financed over 30 years? Mm. Because if so, I want a time machine right now. Right now. (laughs) All I need is one paycheck. (laughs) Segregation is going to be rough, but I think it's worth it. I
1: mean, probably. I mean, you have people who say really out of touch things like, well, when, you know, I, I bought a home and I spent my, you know, money that I got from painting to buy my house. You know, they say weird things like that. It's like, do you have any idea how expensive homes are now? Nobody yeah. is using their money from painting their <laughs> yeah. houses. Like buy a house, so it was probably you know they're probably extremely um, cheap.
2: Yeah. And
1: figure, I don't know what fifteen thousand would have been in 1953. No. Wow. Hmm.
2: I had a a buddy of mine. His parents or his grandparents bought a house. I don't know the time. I don't know if it matches up. However, I do know. The home his parents were born in, their grandparents purchased for seventy five thousand dollars. Grandparents passed away. parents have to sell the house. It was like one point five million
1: uh-huh.
2: <laughs> I've been their pool boy ever since.
1: <laughs> mm. I wish mm. Wow. Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> All right.
2: Yeah, that's what it was. Jay, you were asking, you know, what is this called? I, I wanted to say a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Buy low, sell high. Most people think they're getting a deal, but they're not. And then... Uh, white people think they're getting the neighborhood back, but they're paying double the price it was worth. I mean, wow.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, but it, the whole thing with real real world stuff like that and then you get this supernatural sinister stuff that plays it. So there's gonna have to be at least at some point where the two meet it has to in this series because i don't think you can go the whole series where all this supernatural stuff happens but only certain people are affected by it, it, it at some point I, I feel like i feel like petty betty gonna she's gonna have to you know witness something for herself
2: I want I I want there to be more of her story especially her background now that we've gotten to yeah. see what winner her father was or is mm. but I'm not quite sure or not yet anyway
0: because I mean, as of right now, it almost feels like, like we talked about in the last episode, like Betty and Lucky—they are different sides of the same coin. So.
2: Yeah. Which it, I'm not sure if they realize it yet, but they both now, I think, Lucky checks out as well as Petty Betty, and now Helen. So yeah. all three of them have something in common.
0: Well, is it safe to say that Ruby checks out too?
2: Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. So, so. High schoolers shouldn't be talking to their imaginary friends at that point. Yeah,
0: and the imaginary friend wants to un button your top and put lipstick on you like, what is happening
2: here but oh huh. that is strange to imagine or fantasize about i guess and then i mean
0: okay does, does it feel like gracie's story has kind of been put to the back burner
2: Wow. They did make her seem like she was interesting. And I wanted a creepy little kid. We only have five episodes left. And they really haven't circled back to her.
0: Well, maybe this... Uh, the next two episodes, this is day seven, morning and night.
2: So... It's possible. That's another thing I am curious about production-wise. I am assuming that perhaps these episodes were not meeting a commitment or they were like, hey, stretch it. Hmm. Because it's interesting when you get Covenant 1 and 2, I didn't know the name of that next or the following episode was going to be Day 7 Night. I did see it was Day 7 Morning. But we have four episodes that are essentially broken up or sequels to each other.
0: Thank you all for listening to the episode. Be sure to check out the TV Zone Podcast Network on all of the platforms for podcasting such as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Just type in TV Zone Podcast Network and it will come up and you can check out all of the podcasts that are part of the network and definitely continue to stay tuned for the them coverage. Thank you all again for listening and we'll see you next time.
1: Go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, little baby. You babe. and me and the devil may